Hello, everybody. Welcome to today's episode, episode number 11, where I fully believe this is the episode that's true gold. The episode that's going to teach you how to sustain true long-lasting weight loss and become the healthiest version of yourself. Are you ready for these secrets? Let's go. What if everything you know about weight loss and overall health was purchased just to sell a product? What if your health was sacrificed just to increase profit margins? And what can you do to become more aware and question all the greedy motives that are putting your life and your loved ones at risk? Welcome to our podcast, Health Over Greed, with your host, Tyler Clark. The answers to these questions start in three, two, one. I'm super excited for today's episode because it has to do with fasting. And I love fasting and keto because I think they're the lifeline of our bodies and our health. I'll do another episode on keto at a later date, but today is going to be about fasting. Now, previously, we've talked about the circle of death, what it means for your life and how it's setting you up. We've talked about how the body works. We've talked about calories. We've talked about all sorts of different things in previous episodes. But today's episode, it's about fasting, and I'm excited about it because if you stay all the way through the very end, I'm going to give you secrets that you can add to your life today that are super simple, super easy, and will make a massive difference in your health, in your weight loss journey, and in just your overall longevity of your body. So stick with me for that, and then I'm going to tell you about my own fasting stories, about how I went 14 days without no food at all, and how I lost almost 60 pounds in 90 days without any type of exercise. So I will talk all about that later. I need to get started and just explain to you what fasting is. So I just wanna ask you a question, and then I'm gonna let you think about it for a little bit, and then I'm gonna dive into everything. When I say fasting, how do you feel? What is it that's triggering inside you about the word fasting? What do you associate to fasting? And if you've never heard of fasting, it's a time frame where you do not eat food. How does that make you feel? All right. So if you're normal, like anybody else, you will associate bad things to it. Because we've spent the last 60 years demonizing such a thing. I used to be the same way. What do you mean, don't eat? Are you crazy? I've got to eat. I've been told that I need to eat breakfast in the morning. I've been told I need to have these massive meals and I need a snack all the time to keep my metabolism firing. You're crazy. But no, it's not it at all. And that's what we're going to talk about today. And the first thing that I really want to touch base on is that fasting is not a fad. Fasting is not a diet. Fasting didn't just come around. Fasting truly is how our body works. It's how our body works. It's been a part of our body since we were born as a human species. It's been around for thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of years. But it was only 60 years ago that it was completely silenced. So if you go back generation after generation after generation after generation, everybody's known what fasting is, except for us. So to give you a quick history lesson, in the 60s, when the advent of abundance of food was available at your fingertips and growing today, there was also worry and frustration about people dying. 
in their 50s because of tuberculosis. Well, what they found is they found a cure for tuberculosis thanks to modern medicine. Now people are dying in their 70s and 80s due to cancer, due to cancer and heart disease. So they instantly blamed dietary fat saying because of the high fat content, it's giving you bad levels of cholesterol and it's killing everybody. Well, that was wrong. They just wanted a scapegoat. That was false. That's not how it works in the body, but that's for another episode. But in that same time frame, there were trials and there were scientific literature all released about fasting and about dietary fat, but it was all silenced because guys, it doesn't sell a product. Now the food pyramid was born and what did it have on it? Carbohydrates, refined carbohydrates, refined wheat. And at that time and today, the government gives massive amount of subsidies to these industries and they're able to manufacture at such a high level at such an inexpensive cost that that is now our diet. Weirdly enough, our obesity and overweight nature is skyrocketing. So they silenced it because it does not sell a product, guys. So now, since fasting has been a part of our history forever, it's been silenced. But now you may be wondering, what truly is fasting? And if you are against fasting and you have a different opinion than my own about what fasting is, I'm promising you right now, go to sleep at night, you are fasting. Whether you like it or not, when you sleep at night, you are fasting. Fasting is a time frame which allows your body to heal itself. It allows your body to burn all the energy that you consumed throughout the day. But the problem is, in this day and age, we snack and eat so much, we are eating way more than we are fasting. For example, let's say you go to bed at 11 o'clock at night and you snack all the way up until 11 o'clock. You go to bed, you sleep for eight hours, you wake up at 7 a.m., and then you're told that breakfast is the most important meal of the day, so you gotta have your breakfast, so you go eat breakfast. Well, that says that you are now eating 16 hours a day. Now, no matter if you're eating within that 16 hours, you're still in a fed state. It takes about three to four hours to get out of the fed state. But now you're being taught to eat breakfast, eat two to three times a day, eat six meals. So now you're feeding for 16 hours a day and you're only fasting for eight hours. So if you look at that on a scale, what do you think is going to happen to your body? And if you're a part of any of my previous episodes or if you're new to this one today, let me explain just really fast. You have three main hormones. And the reason I'm not naming all of them off is because I'm trying to keep this podcast extremely simple where you understand and everything makes sense and we can relate to things. You have insulin. Insulin is released by your pancreas to lower blood sugar after you eat food. Because once you eat food, your blood sugar goes up. Insulin brings it back down. Well, when you're doing that, you're storing fat. That's what insulin is. It's a fat-storing hormone. Then you have glucagon. When you go so long without food, your blood sugars start to, to lower. But to save it from going too low, glucagon is released to bring it back to balance because your body always needs to be balanced. And then you have cortisol. Cortisol is a stress hormone. It's a fat-storing hormone, and it comes in short and long-term stresses as well as sleep deprivation. So now that you got those three down, if you are eating in a 16-hour window, that means you have insulin in your body going for 16 hours. What? So that means you are actually storing weight, storing fat. Well, that's the problem in this generation is that's what we're doing. If you go back to the 1950s, they ate three meals a day. They never snacked. Most of the time, they ate in a 12-hour window and allowed their bodies another 12 hours to burn all the energy they ate and heal their bodies. And what's crazy, back then, they ate a ton of white flour. 
and Oreos and Kit Kats and just white breads and all that stuff. But they weren't overweight and obese. They weren't gaining weight. And it's because they allowed their body to take care of the energy they ate. The problem is in this generation, we eat so much that we're in such a fed state that we're just constantly gaining weight. And this happens over time, guys. This doesn't just happen like in a week where it's like, oh, I've been doing this and I, I don't gain that much weight. No, actually, in the big scheme of things, it usually takes, depending on how crazy you are with your fed window and fasted window, it's like one, it's like two to three pounds a year. But this happens over years as it piles up and piles up and piles up. And depending on how much you're eating and how much more in a fed state you're in is how much you're going to gain. And that's what's crazy because I'm actually doing an experiment uh, right now where I took 30 days and I put on 20 pounds just by being in a complete insulin dominant state and eating the foods that are available to us such as processed foods and everything. But now I'm going to prove how I'm going to lose all that. But again, that's another time. I just want to tell you about fasting. So now that you know that you already fast every day and it's a part of your body and how it works, now we can really dive deep because fasting is not about what you eat. It's about when you eat. So if you remember that concept, it's everything. Not about what you eat. It's about when you eat. It's time-restricted eating. So you got to pick. So if you think about a scale, if you want to be balanced, you need to have a window where you've ate for 12 hours, but you need a 12-hour window of fasting that will balance you. If you want to lose weight, increase your window of fasting, decrease your window of feeding. Does that make sense? Because that allows your body to start burning through stuff. The problem today is fasting is in more dire need than ever before because we have so much weight we got to lose that we've gained over the years. And and this is what's crazy. All right, so I want to dive into now, I'm going to give you some of the, the history lessons of fasting, and then we're just going to start breaking right through all of this stuff. Now, in the day, so I've already told you about the 1950s, how they used to do things. Now you can go back to ancient Greece. They knew fasting was an inner physician, so meaning for medical treatment. They also knew that it, it aided in extraordinary brain ability. So it could heal you, and you were super smart. So the ancient Greeks really utilized everything when it came to fasting. And if you've heard of any of these names like Hippocrates, Hippocrates, right? I said that right? <laughs> wrote, to eat when you were sick is to feed your illness. What does that tell you as of today? A lot of us eat soup, we do all that stuff, but no, fasting is actually the natural cure to everything. Then you can take it a step further and go back to Ramadan. Now, Muslims, they take a month out of the year, the ninth month of the year, and they fast. They fast from sunrise to sunset. I mean, this is a tradition that goes back 1,400 years. And they, they also encourage their people to fast two days of the week. So you'll be eating for five days, and then you'll fast a 24-hour time frame two days a week, allowing your body to heal and burn through all of your energy. How many Muslims have you seen who are super overweight? Then you can take this all the way back to the caveman days, guys. Back to our hunter-gatherer days. Food was not abundant. They had to go after their food. It was not abundant. They had to fight for their food. Sometimes they went weeks without eating. But here's the thing. How we're taught today is if that were to happen, if you were to, you would go into starvation mode. You would starve yourself. You would have low energy. You'd become lethargic. If that was the case, how did they fight for food? Because if you went a week without food and you were out there in the wilderness against these big beasts, how are you going to catch them? 
How are you going to fight them? How are you going to kill them? And how are you going to bring it back to your tribe? It's not going to happen. That's completely false because we'd all be dead today. We wouldn't be alive today because our ancestors would not have been able to survive. But our bodies, again, are not stupid. It is a well-oiled machine. It wants to do everything it can to never die. So it will take every step forward on the path that's going to least kill the system. So it's going to jolt you full of energy. You're not going to starve because you're going to have energy. It's going to give you fight or flight, which is the cortisol response, which gives you adrenaline. So you're going to have all the energy in the world. You're never going to be hungry. Your body will not, you will not be hungry. You have all the energy in the world to go kill your food and it makes you feel great. You have mental clarity. You're extremely focused. And that's why they were able to be such warriors back in the day. So that's kind of just a breakdown of history. I mean, you can take this as far as back as if you're a religious person, you can go back to the times of Christ. You can go to any religion today. They talk about fasting and they do some sort of type of fasting. It is the lifeblood of everything in our bodies. And all we had to do back then was balance it. But today, no. We need to be in more of a state of it just to help us start saving ourselves from diseases and, and overweight, adding weight, failing, all that stuff. So now I want to kind of go into debunking the myths of fasting that you will hear. If you ever start talking about this stuff with friends and family, you're going to hear a lot of these myths. And I will say, we live in a world in a time today, that if you talk about fasting, it's kind of like, well, let's, let's take politics, for example. And I'm not going to talk about politics, but if you've noticed, there is a hate and love. You have Republicans, you have liberals, whatever the case may be, one side believes one way, the other side believes the other. But there is hate and love. There is no in-between. So I would associate that with fasting because it's the same way. I was demonized when I talked about fasting. I was scolded. I was told things that just like people would spew from their mouths when they didn't understand it, but they were instantly ready to give their opinion about it. If you have 10 friends or family members, ask them. Tell them you're about to go on a 24-hour fast and see what their response is. They don't understand it. They've never done the research on it. They've actually never even done it, but they will scold you about it. But then they will offer you donuts and they will offer you an energy drink and maybe some fast food. The irony. So the first thing you may hear is muscle loss. You're going you're gonna to lose a lot of muscle. Don't do it. If you're working out and you don't want to lose your, your muscle gains, don't do it. You're going to lose your muscle. That is completely and 100% false. And the reason behind it is if you know how the body works, what is the one thing that I tell you guys all the time? It does not want to die. It's not stupid. It doesn't want to die. It's extremely smart. A well-oiled machine. So once you understand that, you'll know that actually you have to be about 4% body fat. How many of you out there have 4% body fat on them? I didn't think so. And if you are that one rare case, I'm sorry, this podcast isn't for you. But if you're at 4%, the breakdown of your muscle only happens at 4% or under. Your body needs to burn fat first. Fat is the first priority to burn. Let me give you an analogy because I love analogies and I feel like they make things make sense and give you a simple view and you can kind of relate to them. Let's say you chopped up a bunch of firewood and you put it in your shed and you've been building this up for years. Relate that to your body. You've been building up fat for years. Okay, so now it's, it's time to start burning your firewood. But instead, you grab the couch from the house and you burn that instead. That makes no sense, right? 
That's exactly what's happening in the body. That's like saying, oh, you know, I have all this body fat to burn, but instead I'm just going to burn all the muscle first. Well, if you burn all the muscle, you will die faster. The body doesn't want to die faster. So it increases your level of HGH, which is a human growth hormone, to preserve your muscle. So that's, that's a myth. It's false. Another thing you're going to hear is starvation and your metabolism. You're going to hear that you're going to starve to death. You're going to hear that your metabolism is going to slow down. And this is extremely dangerous for you. All false. All bad information. They need to check their sources. <laughs> because this is why. Again, if you're under, let's say, 10% body fat, yeah, maybe you shouldn't be fasting anything longer than 12 hours. But you should still be balancing to maintain. But the thing is, for most of us, we have excess fat to burn. Did you know? I just want you to do this. I'll do it with you. I'm grabbing the fat around my belly because I have some fat. I have some fat in there under my arms. Well, one pound of that body fat equals 3,500 calories. Meaning, 3,500 excess food that you ate turned into body fat. It's stored. It is stored with the nutri nutrients and everything. Your body has stored this. It's like a fat bank. So you have it. It's in there. You can go grab it. Once you allow your body to go from a state where it's not eating and it starts burning the fat from your fat bank, it's not hungry. It's eating. It's unpacking the fat you've already stored over the years. So it's unpacking all of that. So you're not going to starve. What's awesome about it is when you're actually eating food, how do you know what's the right calories and all that stuff? If your body's working at optimal level, it will use satiety hormones to tell you when you're full. That's when you know to stop eating. So if it's working, if your body's working normal and you haven't been messing it up with calorie restriction and all that stuff, it's going to already tell you. So machine, remember. So you need to know your calories. And when you're resting, like for my, for example, myself, I'm 6'4". My friends say I'm 6'4". Anyway, I still think I'm 6'2". But uh, weighing in 190 pounds. My body, if I were just to lay in bed all day long in a 24-hour period, I am going to burn roughly around 2,200 calories. Because my organs are running, my brain's running, everything is running. I'm a machine, remember? It needs energy. It doesn't matter if you're running or walking about. So with that being said, then you have to watch all of that stuff to work great. But if your body is already pulling calories, energy from your body fat stores, it already knows how much it needs and it doesn't need. So that's even the greatest part about it. You're not going to be hungry. You're not going to be starving. You're not starving yourself at all. You're actually putting your body at, a, at its most optimal balanced level. So you're going to feel absolutely amazing, not starving. And your metabolism, no way it's slowing down. That is just nonsense. So what happens is when it's pulling your body fat, Let's say you're a person that requires 2,200 calories a day and it pulls the 2,200 out of fat and it starts burning it. Your metabolism is matching because remember in past episodes, calories in need to be a dependent of calories out. They talk to each other and they're not independent of each other. They don't go against each other. So if your calories energy in is 2,000 calories, your expenditure is going to be 2,000 calories. 
It's like the analogy that I used with the power plant. And if you haven't heard that analogy, you need to go back to the Calorie Lie podcast. So to run efficiently, so now your metabolism is actually working at its highest peak when you do this. Your body's got to use your energy sources. You've got it. So talking about eating food when you have enough food inside fat is just insane. (laughs) Other things you're going to hear is you're going to hear hunger will overwhelm you. You're going to hear that. That one's big. Well, you're going to be so hungry all the time that you're not going to be able to do it or I'm not going to be able to do it. Well, that's completely false. Now, the first couple of days, yes, you will feel hungry. And the reason behind it is because your body's are, your body is just used to eating at those times. So if you're a person that eats six meals a day, you're going to get hungry at every hour you used to eat because your body is already, hey, guys, we got to prepare. We got to be ready because this is the time to always eat. So your brain releases a hormone and it's called ghrelin. Ghrelin is the main hormone that signals hunger. So that's what happens. But you got to get through those phases. Hunger goes away within 10 to 15 minutes. Hunger is not real, by the way. It's just a signal. Your body's like a machine. Remember, sends the signal. Hey, it's time to eat. It's time to prepare to get to eat because this is the time that you usually eat. Once you wait to 10 to 15 minutes out, you won't be hungry anymore. Your body says, okay, ghrelin goes down. When you start fasting and you do this for a couple days, ghrelin will start not coming out as much. And your body starts getting adjusted to this new way that you're doing, you would never become hungry, ever. It's crazy and it's unbelievable. You're never hungry, you're super focused, and you're just always on the go with so much energy, it's unreal. So that is a myth as well. Now there's a lot of things that you're gonna hear. You're gonna hear that your brain needs sugar and glucose to to run at optimal performance, which is false. Your body has a second backup that it uses for energy. They're called ketones. When you fast for long periods of time, your body depletes all your sugar in your system and it go, and the liver releases ketone bodies. Your brain actually your brain actually runs way more efficiently on ketone bodies. Actually, 75% better. So that is a complete myth. Your body again, I know I keep repeating myself, but it doesn't want to die, so it has resources to make sure it's always running at peak levels. And so other things I hear is depriving body of nutrients. That is completely false. You have all those calories, excess calories packed into your body fat. Those have all the nutrients, depending if you are eating a bunch of fast food though. (laughs) But they still are going to have some nutrients in it and your body is going to use those. There are some nutrients you can use at top of that, but I will explain in another video. You also will hear, well, when you lose all that weight and you're fasting, you're just going to regain it because you're going to become so hungry that you're going to just rebound all of that. No, that's false. That only happens when you calorie restrict. When you fast and do a true fast, to a true water fast, which means you're not eating any type of foods. You're not doing any type of cleanses or juice cleanses or eating coffee with fats in it. No, a true water fast, maybe some black coffee, that you will lose real weight and you will not regain it. I have a video. It's the 14-day journey that I did without food. And then you're just going to hear that it's insane and crazy. You'll hear that all the time. People just won't understand it. and It's totally understandable just because of their belief system. So now I just want to give you a couple of analogies that help me kind of understand what fasting is and how it's working throughout the body. I love analogies. Like I said, it's simple. So glycogen, okay? So you have glycogen. When you eat food, your body turns it into glycogen which then is used for energy. So you have a glycogen store. Now I want you to imagine your wallet in your pocket or your purse where you store your cash is like your wallet. So you put money in and take money out all the time. It is easy access, but you can only hold a limited amount, you know? 
before it's too big. That is like your bank account. It is harder to get access to that money, but there is an unlimited storage space of it. Are you keeping up with me? Okay. This, of course, explains partially the difficulty in losing the fat accumulated over the years. Since access to this space is limited, it can be difficult to burn fat. To get at the money in the bank, you need to deplete the wallet first. You can only access the fat when the glycogen is depleted. So when your wallet is completely empty, but you don't like an empty wallet, even if your bank is full, because that's when you're getting hungry and antsy and anxiety, and you're trying to think of that it's you being hangry, but it's not. So you also don't like an empty glycogen tank, even if the fat bank is full, meaning you're constantly filling up your wallet when you have a ton of money sitting in the bank that you need to access, meaning we never allow enough time for our bodies to reach the fat bank. Let me give you another one, just in case that resonate with you. Think of glycogen like a refrigerator. It is very easy to move food in and out of the fridge, but the storage space is very limited. Body fat is much more difficult to access, but you may store unlimited amounts of it. Think of body fat as a freezer that you store in your basement. You can store lots of food in the freezer, but it is more difficult to get at it compared to the fridge. You can also store more than one freezer in the basement if you need more space. Meaning, we're constantly refilling our upstairs fridge. We're not going to the basement and grabbing our food. It's too much of a journey. <laughs> it's the same thing with your body. We're filling it full of energy all the time without allowing enough time to access our fat stores. I hope that kind of resonated with you and that kind of put things in a little bit more of a perspective. But now I want to jump into the benefits of fasting. When you're fasting, what are the actual benefits of not eating? Well, first of all, we can start off with brain function. It's massive. So remember ketones. Ketones are used for your brain function. They create a cleaner and more efficient fuel for the brain. Your brain actually creates more brain cells. It creates more brain cells. It regenerates new brain cells. Your mental clarity is dramatically increased. You have a higher level of endorphins, which means positive impact on mental well-being. Brain communication is better and your stress tolerance is actually increased. And what's cool is your brain actually releases a hormone called BDMF. Now it develops and grows brain cells. They call it the miracle grow for your brain. And your cellular resistance in your brain to toxins are extremely increased. So that's just your brain, guys. Then you have body functions. Your blood sugars decrease. Fat is used for energy. Your, your energy is supercharged. Higher levels of good cholesterol. We will have an episode on that, but good cholesterol is HDL. Just remember that. HDL is the good cholesterol. You have higher levels of that during a fasting. You generate a brand new immune system, and then it reduces the hormone called IGF-1. And I'm sorry, guys, I'm using some scientific terms. I'm going to explain them a little bit, but it's basically a hormone that's linked to growth of aging, tumors, and cancer, and it reduces this hormone dramatically. It increases stem cell regeneration. What about that? that to me, when I heard that and I read about that and I saw the studies on it, I was like mind blown. You're telling me that stem cell regeneration, where people go spend $30,000 for one treatment, I can do that naturally just by fasting? Wow. So your digestive system and your gut health, if you have any issues with those, it improves it dramatically. 
It increases fat burning while maintaining muscle, increases levels of adrenaline, high increased energy output. I remember some of the fasting is, uh, fasts I've done, I swear, I've never done drugs in my life, but I felt cracked out a couple of times. I had so much energy. Increases your metabolism. It takes more work to burn fat, so it increases your metabolism because it's got to put in more work. Body becomes accustomed to burning fat. Your hunger gets suppressed, so you're never hungry. You'll feel calmness and peace, which is very true. And that mental clarity, it's absolutely amazing. It'll get rid of your anxiety or any of those type of things that you may be experiencing. Now, there's two huge factors to all of this that I love fasting for. First, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk about HGH because the last one is the most important. It is the craziest thing I just never knew about. I was never taught about. It was just like, wow. So HGH is commonly known as human growth hormone. The decrease of it in our bodies is the exact reason why we age and die. So as we get older, like I think it's when you pass your 30s, and you're in your 30s like I am. Now, for every 10 years my HGH levels are going to go down 10%, just like in all you guys. This is why we get older and this is why we die. Guess what? You can increase your HGH levels and kind of fight against it just a little bit by fasting. In men, it increases by 2,000% when you get, get to a 20, 18 to 24-hour fast. And in women, it's 1,300%. You have increased muscle strength. You reduce your chances of heart risk. You have better sleep. Your cardiac output doubles. Better fracture healing, so if you ever like hurt yourself, it you heal a lot faster. You decrease your chances of obesity. It helps you age slower. It's like an anti-aging formula. It enhances your weight loss. You have a better mood. You have glowing skin. Vision is improved. Stronger bones. Better brain function. Skin tightening. No wrinkles. So you know those scarecrows around the eyes? This will help you not get them as bad. Promotes life longevity, so you can live longer, just like I was explaining. And for men, hair growth, so we don't go bald. <laughs> now, the best part about it is autophagy. How many, out, how many of you out there have heard of autophagy? Let me explain this. So it's a natural process called autophagy. It literally means self-eating. And it's the body's system of cleaning house. Your cells create membranes that hunt out scraps of dead, diseased, or worn out cells. They gobble them up, strip them for parts, and use the resulting molecules for energy or to make new cell parts. Another analogy, think about if you're building a house and you have all these brand new materials, but you have all these old materials as well that are just sitting around that you've used for scrap that are all scraps. It's like cluttering up the whole house, right? But what if... You just use all the scraps and you made them into new materials and then you use them to build a stronger house. It's the same thing. It's your body basically using all the scraps and it's creating brand new cells and it's making your body run more efficiently. The thing is about autophagy though, we never ever let our bodies get to a state of autophagy because it takes time. Now, there are studies that say that it can start around 13 hours and 14 hours. Now, I truly don't believe this. Um, a lot of the studies and research that I've dug deep into, it seems that it really doesn't start coming out of 24 hours of a fast. But right after your 24-hour mark, depending on, your, depending on your body type, who you are, the type of person you are, all that stuff, all those have factors in it. But you will see a 300% increase of it. 
And then if you go 48 hours of fasting, you will see another 30% on top of that increase. So your body is literally just like, just rebuilding itself. This is why I recommend people do a true 48 hour fast every once in a while in their lives. Maybe even once a month. If you don't do that, once every six months, once a year. We got to do it, but we don't. So we just allow all these crummy bad parts and that's why you get sick and your just body is not working like it's supposed to. Autophagy has anti-aging properties and guess what guys? It decreases your chances of cancer and Alzheimer's disease. That is massive. It's in your brain. So these are huge things. These are huge benefits and there's so much more. Another crazy thing about that, uh, that blew my mind because I love working out as well. I love lifting weights and doing exercise and doing all those type of things. But I was always told, hey, you need to have a good nutritionist meal before you go do so. And then when you're done, you need to have a protein shake within 60 minutes. Or you're gonna That workout's not going to be nothing. And then it all hit me. That was all to sell products. The supplement industry has spent millions of multi-millions of dollars brainwashing you to think that you need their products to be able to keep your progress. It's all false. Because when your body is in a fasted state, let's talk about the 60-minute window first. So you have to have a protein shake. That's not true. Your body, as you're in more of a fasted state and you're working out in a fasted state, is producing what? HGH, human growth hormone. It's like a natural steroid in your body that is going to build your lean muscle. You got to let your body sit in that state so it, it, it soaks that HGH up. If you have anything, if you do anything that breaks your fast, your HGH levels cut off. And then th I want you to think about this. Um, when you work out and thinking that you need a big meal, not true at all. In a fasted state, your body is already using your body fat as fuel while juicing you with adrenaline. Working out in a fasted state is one of the best things you can do for your body. Whether you're running, whether you're working out, it's absolutely amazing for you. Let's just talk about running. Let's say you're active. Let's say you like to go on jogs and stuff. While running in a fasted state, it's causing the breakdown of fat cells for energy. So it's using your fat stores. Remember the fat bank. It's using your fat stores for energy to get you going. And then when you're working out, HGH is boosting through the body and you have adrenaline ran ramping up. You'll have actually have way more energy if you go work out in a fasted state. And don't listen to these supplement companies that tell you you need this and that. Okay, guys? It's just, it's crazy because everything I'm talking about right now with fasting is everything against what we've been taught. All right, guys, with all that said, I hope fasting is making a little bit more sense to you. I want to talk about a little bit about me just really fast. Uh, I don't really like doing that a lot because this is about you and I want to help you to understand, become more aware and implement things in your life today to get you on a journey to be a healthier you. But I have done, I did a 14 day fasting journey. My video is almost up. It's going to be on YouTube. I'm going to release it tomorrow. So my video should be up on YouTube tomorrow so you can check it out. It's actually my entire journey where I did 14 days without eating no food. I was working a full-time job and I lost 22 pounds in 14 days, real body fat. Didn't regain it. Felt amazing. I went through a roller coaster. It was like rehab, but it's pretty amazing to watch. So make sure you go watch that. What was crazy about it was how great I felt. 14 days without any food, it was an absolute amazing journey for me. And I went through so many things of reading so much bad information. And the research out there is just insane. It just it puts you in such a bad place. And I, I'm, my next podcast I'm going to do is called The Web of Lies. And it's going to teach you like how we're living in a world of bad information. But I did 14 days of fasting. 
I was demonized so much saying it was, I was going to kill myself. I was going to starve to death. It was the worst thing I could do for my body. My organs were going to fail. They're going to shut down. I was demonized by so many people. It was crazy. So I ended up just shutting up about it and then did my 14 day fast. And now people wonder how I did it. <laughs> so it's kind of weird, right? But it was phenomenal. The very fact that everything I'm teaching you today was correct, it was true, it was real, and I prove it in my 14-day fast. It went against everything I believed, and I was just like mind blown. So 14 days, I want to shoot for a 21-day fast, but I'm probably going to wait about a year. Uh, but then I also lost almost 60 pounds. It was 56 pounds I lost in three months. So in 90 days, what I did is I didn't do any exercise. I didn't go to the gym. I didn't run. I didn't do any type of exercise. I loved playing basketball, but I didn't play any basketball. And I lost 56 pounds, real body fat. And you're going to see, and if you want to see those pictures, go to www.officialtylerclark.com and you can see my before and after pictures where you can see I lost 56 pounds. And all I did was use fasting to get rid of my body fat that I've consumed over the years. I got to take responsibility. I ate all that food, the excess food. I mean, I didn't really understand. I mean, for a lot of us, we really don't understand that's what we're doing. But to re to retrieve those fat stores, so that's what I did. I fasted. I didn't exercise because now I know that exercise has nothing to do with weight loss. And I ate when I, until I was full and I ate really nutritional health foods. And I got there. And I stayed consistent. And I lost that weight. It was absolutely amazing. So fasting is everything because it's how our body works. It's not a revelation. It's how our body works. So I hope that kind of helps you a little bit. So make sure you go to my website and you, you guys can see my before and after pictures. Now, I will tell you, as of this episode, my website is taking a little bit more time because uh, sorting through all the scientific research and everything that I want to be available to you guys, as well as my, my website's actually just look decent. <laughs> so it's almost there. Uh, so bear with me when it comes to my website. But if you do go there, you can see the about me story and you can see my entire story. I can, I've been in every spectrum of weight you can imagine from very skinny to roided up on steroids and got really muscle bound to really fat to losing weight to regaining all my weight and becoming fat again where my feet hurt even when I got out of bed. So yeah, anyway, before I ramble on anymore, now I want to get to the end of this episode where I teach you how you can implement little things about fasting in your life today. Just simple tricks on how you can get started. It's easy. Just pay attention to your hours. What is your goal? Is your goal to be healthier? Is your goal to be is your goal to lose weight? Is your goal to be healthier? What is, what is your goal? Because there's different strategies you can do. But this is what I would recommend that you start doing today. Make sure that you at least go 12 hours without eating any type of food. And this is what I mean by that. If you want to be in a true fast, you can't spike insulin. Your insulin can't be in your body. Remember, it's a fat storing hormone. So you can't spike it. So there's only a few things that you can be consuming during your fast. This is water. You need water. You can have black coffee, but you can't put anything in your coffee. Nothing in your coffee. Don't even chew gum. Because it has artificial sweeteners in there that can trigger an insulin response. And I would check your toothpaste too. Because a lot of times toothpaste is now made with artificial sweeteners. And sometimes it can be enough to trigger an insulin response. And I know those are minor things. But just depending on how much is going in your system. How your body reacts. It can kick you out of a fast. 
But at the same time, if you're just starting, don't worry about those two things. Water, black coffee, you can go with some green tea or black tea, as well as apple cider vinegar, which is really good for your body. Those are the things that you can have during your fast. Nothing else, guys. Nothing else. If you're saying, well, can I have a little wine? <laughs> no. In a fasted state, you're allowing your body to heal itself. Your digestive system starts falling asleep at 13 hours. So once it does that, it really starts to increase its healing properties. It's already burning through all your energy. So just make sure you're drinking water. Keep it simple. If you don't like black coffee, I actually have a supplement that I have come out with. It's going to start pre-selling about 30 days, but it's awesome because it's an energy supplement. It's all natural, no BS and it has everything that you need, increase your energy and it will not break a fast. Scientific proof, it will not break a fast. It's the only thing on the market can actually prove that. Uh, there's no artificial sweeteners in it. There's no junk. It's not flavored by any BS. And it's a good remedy if you don't like black coffee or tea. It's great for that to help you out in the mornings or maybe suppress your hunger, whatever you may be going through. Let's say you wanna lose some weight, guys. You want to start losing weight, but you're not really ready to change the way you're eating. Let's say you eat like crap. Let's say you eat junk. Fine. You can you can keep doing that. I mean, I don't recommend it, but you can keep doing it if you just want to get started. Make these, these little tweaks to let your body burn through that junk and start reaching your body fat stores. I would go 16 hours without eating. What does that mean? Don't eat breakfast. Skip breakfast or skip dinner. Do whatever suits your lifestyle. It's easy. Take whatever your lifestyle is like and you dial the hours whichever way is better for you. For example, I just started skipping breakfast. I have a lot of friends that do this now too. So instead, I would stop eating at 8 o'clock at night. I would skip breakfast, and I'd have my first meal at lunch. That gave me 16 hours where my body was completely fasting. And then I would feed from 12 o'clock to 8 o'clock. So if you guys are eating bad, you're out with your friends, all that stuff, you don't want to change that lifestyle, cool. From 12 to 8, make sure that's when you're having all that food. But know that after 8 until 12, the 16 hours, you are only having water, black coffee, green tea, black tea, or my supplement. <laughs> that's how it works. That's simple. Now, at first, it will be a little tough because your body's so used to it. Remember, your body's used to doing these things. Your body's used to eating at these times, so it's going to trigger hunger hormones. And depending on how bad you're eating, like if you have a lot of sugars, you eat a lot of candy, you're actually, it's going to trigger these, these effects in your brain where when you're actually fasting, you may become a little bit more hungrier just because it's like, what the heck? It needs to be fed that stuff more. Sugar is so addicting. It's like cocaine to the brain. So when you're eating that stuff, it wants more and more. So it will make your fasting journey a little bit tougher. Like, for example, my mom, she can't kick her sweets, but she always goes 16 hours no matter what. And she says it's about, she's been doing it for a long time. She still struggles about two to three hours before she's about to eat, but it's because of the sugar, sugar and carbs. So if you want to get rid of that completely, then you start eating a keto style diet and you'll never be hungry. But 16 hours or, hey, guys, let's say you just fast one day for 24 hours. You just don't eat a full day for 24 hours, right? So you stop eating at 8 o'clock at night and you don't eat until the next day at 8 o'clock at night. And you allow your body to fast for that 24 hours and do that once or twice a week. So just so you allow your body to burn the energy you've consumed. So there's just some little tweaks that you can do. Adjust your scale, but make sure you're never eating under 12 hours. You've got to let your body fight back. For a lot of people that are overweight and obese, hey, I've been obese. They actually say that you're obese over 30%, right? Trust me. I was sitting, I think I was sitting at 35% when I started my 90 day journey and it was just crazy. 
But what happens, you'll start becoming insulin resistant. You'll start becoming insulin resistant. So you know how we talked about how insulin is a fat storing hormone? What happens is when you're always in an insulin dominant state, your body produces more insulin, which then goes into your cells, which then goes into lower blood sugar. The problem is when you keep being in that dominant state, all of a sudden your cells are full. So imagine a taxi that's trying to get uh, is trying to get places, and all of a sudden it's got too many people in the taxi. But it just keeps shoving more people in the taxi to get places. The same thing with insulin. Just keeps shoving insulin. But there's a point that it can't shove any more insulin. So then your body says, hey, I need to produce more insulin because we need to get this insulin out there. So it's a vicious cycle what starts happening. That's what leads you to prediabetes. That's what get, makes you a di- type 2 diabetic. So fasting, if you start taking 12 hours, 16 hours in a day, it allows your body to start burning up. It starts being able to use that insulin a lot more efficiently. It starts taking the people out of their taxi, dropping them off, and doesn't continually to fill it up. So fasting is huge. These are the type of things that you just need to take. Dial it in. It's not hard, guys. Don't eat for a certain amount of time. Drink lots of water, stay hydrated, and eat during the hours you can. Just time restrict your windows. You've got to do it, and especially if you're somebody that needs to lose a lot of weight, you need to do it now. And it's not hard to start. You just start. You just start. For example, me, all I do every day is fast for 23 hours, and then I eat one meal a day. I eat one meal. And I eat until I'm full, and then I wait 23 hours, and it's amazing. Because I have so much energy all the time. I eat my meal at 1 o'clock every day. So I don't have dinner. I don't have breakfast. I just have lunch. Now, that's something I don't recommend for you. Because if you've never done anything like this before, you have to build up. It's like an advanced class. You have to build up to this. You spent your whole life eating one way. And then convert your body to understanding it needs to start burning its own fat for energy. And saying, hey, I woke up. I'm going to start playing with you, body. Let's do this. It takes a little bit of time for your body to get going with that. So you may experience hunger. You may experience headaches. You may experience some, some might get sick. They call that keto flu. <laughs> your ketones start going in your blood system. And if you don't have enough electrolytes and things like that, your body may start getting sick, but you have to wait for it to pass. Now, what's, odd, what's crazy about this is I've heard a lot of things such as like, well, I don't want to get sick. I don't want to get headaches. I don't want to go through all this stuff. Think about 20 years of eating complete nonsense, eating junk, eating bad food. And I can completely heal that for you within a week. You may get a little sick, but after a week of 20 years of nonsense, I can get you back on course to having a healthier body, losing weight and getting you back to balance while giving you treatment for depression, anxiety, and all the other bad things that are happening because of the food today. That sounds worth it to me. So for example, I just did this gain weight in 30 days. And I had tons of sugar just so I could make this happen. And when I transitioned to start losing all the weight in 30 days and prove it to you guys, which stay tuned for that. It's going to be pretty amazing. I knew that I was going to go through some serious withdrawals. And I did. I had some massive headaches. I And it's like drug addiction. Think about these people that have to go through rehab. Think about these people that have alcoholic problems. They have to go to AA and they have to go through all these different things. They have to go through rehab, right? Why do we look at sugar and junk food any different? It's a rehab. It's seriously, we need rehabs for it. You're going to go through withdrawals. Just expect it and you're going to be fine. Mentally prepare yourself and you're going to be okay. When you get a headache, drink more water. When you get hunger, drink more water. 
It's the remedy for everything. Drink more water, drink more water, and be patient. It will cure itself. The benefits of how you're going to feel when you get through all the BS are way worth it. It would be like winning the lottery, having the ticket. You're not going to get your money for a month, but you know that you're going to be struggling for the next month, but then you know you're going to be a billionaire. That's like that. Just like that. Can you tell I love analogies? I think it helps. I just came with, up with that one on the spot too. I'm pretty impressed. It's that same thing. I hope that helps. And I hope you can start adding these things into your life and start making a change today. So today's episode was completely on fasting and why it is so amazing for you. Now I've created a blueprint, about 14, 15 pages long. And we'll explain everything in detail so you can understand and you can have a guide to go through. I sell this for $14.95, but you guys are my dedicated fans. I want to give it to you for free. All I ask is one favor. Review my podcast. It's huge. It helps in the rankings. It helps me skyrocket and get my show shown to more people. I even have strategies in there where you can start and pick and choose what you can do and make it very simple for you and easy. It's not hard, guys. We just got to remember how our bodies work and we can start becoming healthy again. All right, guys. Thanks for listening to today's episode. A couple things that I want to talk about before I let you go. I want you to join our movement. Help support my cause. We can save lives, saving one person at a time because you matter as a person. So below I have links to men and women's t-shirts. I have them in all sorts of different colors and all sorts of different sizes. If you use promo code FREEME, FREEME, F-R-E-E-M-E, in the discount promo code, upon checkout, you're gonna get free shipping. This supports our channel, supports the movement, and helps us get the message out to a lot more people out there who are struggling with weight loss and health. All we have to do is get this podcast to one person. And if one person, it changes their lives and saves them, all it takes is changing one person's life that means the world to me. Also, if this is helping you with your life, if you're able to start reversing the clocks of death and you're starting to make massive improvements to your life, I want to know about it. So check me out on all my social media platforms, official Tyler Clark. I'm on Twitter, I'm on Instagram, I'm on Facebook. Whatever your favorite platform is, go like it, follow me, and tell me all about it. Or you can check out my YouTube channel, official Tyler Clark, and you can watch my videos of all my different trials that I'm gonna be, that I do with health, especially my 14-day trial. Also, if you go to Facebook, I highly encourage you to do this. If you're somebody that wants a support group, that doesn't want negative energy, that wants positive energy, that wants people who are gonna help and support each other, a community that will help you lose weight, become healthier, and which will also give suggestions and will also give support to one another and especially be mentored by me where I will help you out, I strongly suggest that you go over to my Facebook, you like the page, Official Tyler Clark, you go to the group, it's called I Am More Than Just a Statistic, and you join. This is gonna be a special community. I will not allow any negativity in it. I will not allow anybody that puts anybody down, and we will only have positive energy that supports one another on our journeys to becoming healthier and losing weight. So please go follow that, it'd be super amazing. Anyways, that is all, until tomorrow. 
Thank you for listening to the show. Make sure to subscribe, rate, and review as we'll be dropping a new episode every day to help you on your journey to losing weight, becoming healthier, or even help save the lives of your loved ones. It's time to question everything we believed and show the world I am more than just a statistic. And if you want to know more about our host, Tyler Clark, visit www.officialtylerclark.com.